other side of midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Dateline, Lindbrook, Long Island. What happened? A guy named Mahaya had finally had enough. A month ago, thugs came and stole his catalytic converter under his 2023 Toyota. And he just wasn't going to tolerate it any longer. So, in the wee hours of the morning, a different group of thugs show up from the Bronx. Three guys. And they actually start to steal his rims and his tires. He senses what's going on. He grabs a kitchen knife. Very similar to Jose Alba. Remember? The bodega guy behind the counter in Harlem. When he ended up killing this black guy who came across the counter and threatened him. In this case, he ends up stabbing one of the three guys from the Bronx as they are departing, trying to make their escape. Stabs him multiple times. They take him to a hospital in the Bronx, these three thugs. And then all of a sudden, instead of three thugs, because he dies in the ER. Now, you would have thought this took place on the 16th. Didn't make headlines. Nobody knew anything about him. It's an immigrant family fighting, standing, and protecting what little they have. And then all of a sudden, Nassau County District Attorney arrests him, charges him with manslaughter, and puts a million-dollar bail over it. Where's former Congressman Peter King? Where's Bruce Blakeman, Nassau County executive who came out in favor of the Marine, who killed Neely on the F train in defense of himself and the other passengers? Hey, look, we've got to support people who take a stand and fight for the well, what they know is right. Curtis Lee was on their side. Where's Bruce Blakeman? Where's the DEA in Nassau County? Where's Peter King? The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Another crime in the naked city. Down in the armpit of the cesspool of crime, as I call it, of late the subway. An attacker pummeled a 52-year-old woman on a Queen's train after ordering her, Hey, look somewhere else. Don't be looking at me. She was riding a southbound E-train approaching Queen's Plaza around 1045 in the morning Wednesday. It's the middle of the day. The guy approaches her and makes that demand. Don't be looking at me. He then proceeds to punch her multiple times in the head. Nobody gets up. Nobody takes care of her or protects her. Then the train stops at the station and this thug runs off and hasn't been seen nor captured. The female victim stayed on the train until it reached the Court Square station. She was taken to Jamaica Hospital Medical Center in stable condition with what they call non-life-threatening injuries. Let me tell you something. This woman will be scarred until the ends of time. You're not going to ever see her taking the subway again. She'll be too frightened. And this is what Eric Adams and the administration don't seem to understand. It's not about the analytics. It's not about the statistics. Well, police commissioner missing in action. It's about the fact that over and over, it's women being attacked. Women who are not showing up to work their office jobs. Women who are not part of nightlife. Women who are not going to bars. Without the majority of women participating in work life and party life in New York City, it can never return. So put aside your stats, 
Stop bragging about how you say the crime is down in the subway. The reality is women are terrified because day in and day out they are being targeted, if nothing more than by guys who are coming up to them and trying to prove they don't have erectile dysfunction. Chop it off. If you don't keep your rocket in your pocket, if you misuse it, you should lose it. That's the Curtis Lee cure. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. An Egyptian man came from Cairo to Washington Heights to visit his son, who owns the Chop Cheese Deli 2. He's standing around because any moment his daughter-in-law was going to deliver a child and make him a grandfather. Moments before he could have conversation with his son inside, there's a drive-by shooting. Gangbangers at the ready, probably, although I don't know for sure, Trinitarios, the Dominican gang, fighting back against the Bloods who were trying to encroach onto their turf in Washington Heights and Inwood. Shots are fired, and the Egyptian man who had come to visit to welcome in the birth of his first grandchild is dead on arrival. This continues to happen day in, day out in the city. Luckily, the woman was able to deliver the baby boy into the world the very next day. Think of it. The Egyptians, who actually are pillars of our Western civilization, along with the Greeks and Italians. We learn to write from the Egyptians. We learn arithmetic from the Egyptians. But you better believe that back in Cairo, where it's predominantly Muslim, and in Alexandria, Egypt, where it's predominantly Coptic Christians, that this news spread like wildfire, and nobody's there. Nobody there is going to be interested in coming to visit here. The reputation of New York City now is that once again, it is not a safe city to travel to. You take your your life into your hands, and in the case of this Egyptian man, you're dead on arrival, and you can't even see your brand new grandchild that was delivered into the world by your daughter-in-law just the day after. Hey, Eric Adams. Stop holding press conference and talking about what a good job you're doing. The fact is you're not doing your job because the city is still unsafe. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. 6 a.m. May 21st, woman is on her way to work. All of a sudden, a crazed lunatic pushes her into a moving E-train. She may well be paralyzed for life. Now, ironic, that's the same station that two weeks before demonstrators, no justice, no peace, flooded the tracks, stopped any trains from moving on behalf of Neely, who they say was taken advantage of by the U.S. Marine who choked him out and caused his demise. And yet, speeded up, as two weeks later, another horrific crime takes place. The husband of this woman makes an appeal to Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who has turned out to be not our mayor, but the mayor of all the illegal aliens that he's welcoming into our city. But the husband says, look, it's crucial for the mayor, Eric Adams, to recognize that prioritizing the safety and security of the city's residents is vital for their well-being and prosperity. We must ensure the ability to safeguard individuals 
including loved ones like my very dear wife, who will probably be paralyzed for life. Think of that. An angry and sad husband appealing to the mayor, who apparently was too busy to come meet with the victim, who will be paralyzed for life. You see, that's the statistic that Eric Adams doesn't want to deal with. It's not about the numbers, Eric Adams. It's about your ability to reach out and touch all the victims. And to the best of your ability as the mayor of all the people, not just the illegal aliens, try to make the subways safer, the streets safer, the parks safer, and the schools safer. Do your freaking job.